1: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
2: you're listening to america's diesel podcast hey everybody ben with america's diesel pasta oh, we're gonna start that one over <laughs> pasta. pasta rasta pasta <laughs> no this is the intro welcome to america's easel podcast it's ben mitch andrew tyler Corey doesn't have a mic this or today but that's okay Corey says fuck you tj welcome to the group uh if you need injectors buy from dynamite yep. if you need to manual swap anything talk to long range gear let's get this episode going logan this is part two for you man talking about fun and swapping your stuff let's talk about some power so power. speed and power More power baby <laughs> More
1: power, baby.
2: Yeah. More power, baby. So before we get too far into making power, there is one thing we wanted to touch on as far as transmission stuff. And that is, I know that you mentioned putting a ZF-6 in there, but there is potentially some positives and things to think about going automatic and i for me the biggest thing going automatic i know we have like captain manual swap the world over here and he's probably gonna hate me for saying any of this but um you're probably like we mentioned before so the goal like the best case scenario find a donor truck chances of you finding a donor truck with an automatic compared to a manual a lot easier and more likely a lot cheaper um and that's basically it. I mean, and you get the like the the idea that manual putting a manual on a truck is a lot easier than doing an automatic. If you have an automatic OBS that you're thinking about putting this in, it's a lot easier to just kind of go with the automatic. You're not cutting a hole in the floor. You're not removing anything. You don't have to worry about a third pedal. Yeah, it's just making the automatic work in there, which isn't as hard as you think. People swap automatics with Cummins engines and trucks all the time. Yeah, and again, and we're not talking about super. And again, as far as I'm concerned, transmissions all have a magical wizard inside of them that do all the work. They're they're, they're fucking, knows how
1: they work. If they're yeah. black
2: magic to me, I don't know. It's John Alfred's world. I don't touch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the the transmissions that you'd more likely find behind these five nines are all gonna be 47 potentially 48 RFE, RERH, R-E. R-E. RE. Yeah. And they, these are not inherently super complicated transmissions. This is a four-speed transmission, they don't take a ton of electronics, if at all. <laughs> Parts it's, are a cheap. Seven,
1: it's a 727 designed in the 60s yeah. with an overdrive housing bolted. To it. yeah,
3: yeah. Parts that's are literally cheap. what it is. You can find somebody in every in every county that can fix it. You know, to get you back on the road. It's not. That's not the case of manuals. Like, I don't mean to be. You know, talking myself out of yeah. business here. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, to be fair, like you know, if you're going to be building a. Like a Fummins truck, like a cool project that's gonna look cool and classic, your might your wife might wanna drive it and maybe she doesn't want to shift gears. So autos are they have their place. You
2: know? And a well built auto is still fun to drive. Somebody locks up when it's supposed to with about five, five fifty horsepower. It's still fun. Yeah. Okay. You still get that thrill,
4: and you're only talking again about 500 horsepower here. So I mean, there's not much you would need to do to that automatic to make it handle that reliably. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Maybe a valve body and a torque converter, Yeah. maybe a, second, maybe a fresh
1: rebuild. Yeah. Second gear band gear and band. you know the Some, yeah a couple a couple other little the parts. stuff,
4: but nothing like just, you know
1: outrageously <laughs> yeah. expensive. Any any good auto trans guy puts all the billet stuff in it anyway. Yeah. He always does. The band strut always does the anchor. Always the the accumulator and, piston. Yeah. A good one does it, yeah, the pistons. The servo covers all that. Yep. So I mean, it's not like you're asking for a race trans. It's just a good quality trans builder uses the good stuff.
3: Yeah, and since we're dead set on doing a common rail swap, you, know, you get a 48. <laughs>
4: I, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> I do think this kid is thinking about a 12 valve. I think he used to, and I think that's what. Even though we brought up the common rail thing, even though it would be preferred and way cooler. <laughs> And funner. <laughs> uh, but I, and I do think, I mean, you do have some 12 valve parts here. Yep. I think a 12 valve is probably what he was thinking
2: when he I was think thinking was too, about this. Most build.
1: likely. Most likely. So we, I think we can just give that little nudge like, yeah, hey, common rail
2: is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and that's the whole reason why we talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's why for any of you, I don't, I know not a lot of you listeners and maybe been on the show, but you, if you've listened for a while, you know that we don't start these shows with an outline. Yeah. We have a very loose topic. And we trust that the conversation is going to go where it goes. Yeah. And we know that we we trust that we have at least enough knowledge to make sure it goes in the right direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> Albeit about Little Mermaid, Bigfoot's dick, you know, whatever.
1: Don't bring that up. Oh, man, we haven't <laughs> talked about Bigfoot's dick in a
2: long time. I know. Yeah. I'm bringing it up now. Yeah. There you go. So if Bigfoot drove a truck with a manual, what transmission would it be? 5,600. Yeah, I'm kind of in that way. Yeah. You don't think
1: it'd be Eaten Eaton Man? E- no. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> no.
5: Man, I, I don't know. I, he's, I'm kind
3: of, Yeah.
2: Bigfoot's
1: a big okay now which Eaton?
3: Uh, a, a six-speed Eaton, not Gross. those stupid five speeds. I hate those.
2: I see. Like I see him for some reason put a ten-speed no overdrive Eaton and something, so he'd be shifting all the time with big ass Thirteen speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
3: just kind of got that divorce transfer case vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 banging
2: gears of a red rocket, <laughs> slapping the steering yeah, wheel. <laughs> Is that the
1: engine? Is that Bigfoot? No one knows. Yeah. (laughs) What engine is he driving? It's got to be. It's
2: twelve valve, hundred percent twelve
1: valve. Well, he's got he's got an eight or you know big tranny. it's Probably a Detroit. Yeah, I was gonna say Detroit baby. Yeah, yeah, I can
4: see that. Me and Tyler were we were on the same level. I can see it. They were like
3: old fucking two stroke.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys seen that that
3: Hoonigan video where he's driving around downtown Tacoma in that um? It's like a pro, the off-road truck or whatever. It's a Sasquatch suit. He's actually ripping around. To, they shut down the city for the day. No oh, shit.
1: Oh no, I've oh. seen that one.
3: I didn't see that one. Is it you old? You're kidding. Uh, I mean, there's I don't know, there's always 70, like, the Sasquatch 80? is
1: always like in the video where they're yeah. doing like the stuff.
3: Yeah, they have. He was he's. i no, He like, steals the truck from the guy. That's what it is.
1: Oh, it's like the very end of it.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's in downtown very... Tacoma. It's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, that one's pretty cool.
3: I think he liked that truck. I mean, that was cool. Yeah. It was a gas Wait, truck. so you're telling me Sasquatch
1: stole a truck? The real Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, was it? Was it I it? it's, it's a dent side, isn't it? <laughs> huh? it's a,
3: we what? I guess we can't play it, huh? We can't oh, play it's it. A, it's a dent side no, with
1: an uh, uh, EcoBoost. That truck? No, no, no. This yeah.
3: is like one of those. Um, oh, like a trophy BG truck. Ball tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Had to go off on that tangent. <laughs> he seemed to be having a good time, so maybe he's a gasser guy. Who knows?
1: Look at, look at BJ Baldwin Hoonigan. Everybody, wait while yeah. we Google stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I always try to make sure we don't have that weird pause, like as yeah, we're all yeah. sitting here watching something. Yeah. People listening, <laughs> like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we
3: should. Yeah, we should. That uh, was 2017. Wow. It's funny that that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: That's a good. That That's a good video. Yes,
2: yeah, so everybody, really go watch one. that. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's
3: entertaining.
1: All
2: right, cool. All right, so let's talk about uh, 500 horsepower 12 valves. Yeah. Okay. So your subject matter expert for the moment is going to be Mitch. But also, Andrew's got some pretty good... Your comment on his, like, I i don't mean this in a bad i didn't know that you were that in depth of 12 valve stuff
1: i like 12 valves you did, I, it, it yeah makes that fun. was more than i thought you knew too I, okay i was <laughs> equally surprised yeah, i was like I'm for well, sure
3: yeah I, I i bug you a lot about common rail stuff because i'm very new to common rails and like you know technology like this you press buttons and it makes things improve. yeah beep, I don't, beep bob, boop boop yeah. yeah that's new 12 <laughs> valves though that's that's my jam that's so, nice <laughs> um Thank you for being so patient with my common row questions, but um yeah, I got, I think, I got all day. Yeah, uh, for <laughs> for twelve valve stuff, man, you Dynamite's got all kinds of goodies. Yeah,
1: yeah, we have fun stuff. Lenny is a big, big uh pee pump guy. Yeah, he does like his pee pumps. Yeah, I think he owns three or four, which is more than I own, and and I own I, like two. I thought that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I own two seven threes. Yeah, right. Oof mentally I also, ill i also yeah. have It's <laughs> yeah. like that is a lot of stress yeah
2: i had to, I had to uh take out a loan to buy oil yeah <laughs> and, uh, comes yeah. in
4: pallet form for you exactly. <laughs> so, no engine,
2: joke i just i just placed an order at on our website for oil for my trucks
4: well <laughs> engine, engine oil is expensive
2: yeah yeah, yeah. 12, 12 gallons <laughs> <laughs> so one oil change <laughs> yeah. is that coming well, in on a freaking tanker thought, ship? Yeah. it's is actually it, it? technically it's two when you count for
3: leakage and burn <laughs> yeah, <It's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> like you should be looking into a 55 gallon drum <laughs> yeah. yes. no kidding you should okay. buy it
1: by the tanker ship
3: not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. the
2: 55 gallon drum has genuinely crossed my line. <laughs> well, it only lasts you two
3: months, so <laughs> <laughs> just put it on an Amazon subscription for every six months, yeah. yeah. dude. And, and
2: just imagine that that flatbed coming to drop off at my house. Yeah. My neighbors be like, "What the fuck are
3: you doing yeah. in there?" Yeah.
2: Like he, we see these old trucks coming in and out. What, what are you doing? Go in your inside, buddy. He's making bombs. Yeah, <laughs> just off, yeah, yeah. Shit. homeland
1: security showing yeah. up at your
4: place. Like, why is this guy buying all his oil? <gasps> yeah. Sir, What's why do you doing? have so
1: much ammonia nitrate?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: like, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> I pay my HOA fees.
3: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You should have a waste oil burner stove in your shop, in your garage. Well, it doesn't waste any, though. It just burns it and makes <laughs> yeah. it all over Spokane.
5: I'm just saying, he's got, like, every time he changes his oil, he's got, what, 12 gallons? No, no by like, the time change he it. changes it, there's it nothing just in adds there. Oil to it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: It's that bad, huh? No. <laughs>
2: this changes the filter <laughs> every yeah. 3,000 miles no legit okay I know I just joked about it legitimately once I drain the oil if I drain the filter too I'm usually about about three and a quarter gallons so I, I burn about was that three three quarts every oil change burn I don't leak anything
1: yeah, that- <laughs> is, is that a- so that's is the reason why the, the EPA is on number? our ass <laughs>
4: <laughs> what's that huh <laughs>
2: Hearing over my injectors.
4: Yeah. (laughs) My hearing's a little hard. I've been listening to seven threes for years. Sorry.
2: Idle smoothie like a box of rocks. Yeah. I love them though.
1: All right, so 12 (laughs) hours. What do you got? What'd you bring us? What what kind of toys do you have here? All right. So easy, obvious stuff. We got fuel plates. So I recommend going with a zero plate. You yeah. just want to take that fucker out. Yeah, okay. that's not need a zero it. plate. Dang, you don't need that to is it. not a zero plate. Shut <laughs> your mouth. This is a zero plate. Okay, you guys on camera can't fucking see that, but it's a zero plate. Trust me. This is an, I don't. Know, I don't know whose this is, but it came out of my pickup, and I was told it was a zero plate. It looks close to zero. This is a ten plate. And that is an old school, like TS Performance 10 plate. And these are, you know, a zero plate. Oh, you know, that's where you get your like 100 horsepower stuff. You take this, loosen the screws, slide it to the front of the motor. That gives you all the rack travel that that plate will allow, which creates more power, more smoke. And I also have our plate. You still can't see that. It's a little itty bitty profile, but I can see the I'll, difference in profile. I'll pass it around. Yeah. These plates are so incredibly good at controlling smoke and still giving you good power. Um, I pulled the zero plate out of my pump in my dually, and I swapped it for our DDPs um, fuel plate, and the smoke control was instantly like a hundred times better. Like it was ridiculous. How much cleaner. That plate runs and you, and I mean, a lot of it depends on how you dial into AFC housing. So I went just straight from the plate was slid all the way forward with the zero and the housing was slid all the way forward, which gives you the most rack travel you can get with the plate and the housing.
3: This is really nice machining too, like super high quality.
1: They are very good, yes.
2: Quick explanation, the lower in a number you go, the more aggressive or the more fueling you get.
1: Yeah, So you hear people say like
2: 10, 5, 0, 6, 7, something like that. The lower number you go, the more aggressive the
1: fueling is. Yes.
3: I think traditionally, like the number 10 is the really good... The number 10? It's a good mid-range like it's all it's around the
1: old school like they probably sold more of those plates we used to sell the shit out of fives yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well like our plate is a three yeah so it's super aggressive but at the same time it's very controllable on smoke
2: yeah so the, the 10 was like good horsepower bump daily drivable yes. still not like obnoxious not but really like really
3: good egt control
2: yeah um,
1: the fives were just like
3: speed and
0: power <laughs> smoke
1: and power <laughs> or if you wanted all the smoke you just yank the plate out hook it over your shoulder please do not your do that <laughs> yeah. in a daily driver truck yeah leave the plate in it trust me you can make plenty of power with a plate Fuck the plate.
4: Yeah, I remember guys back in. The, I remember guys back in the day
1: getting
2: like
4: <laughs> stabbing the neck. <laughs> well, getting like an illustration of like how to cut their own plates. Yeah, and like having a printout. That's, yeah, like,
1: trying to like, yeah when, we, when I cut my own plates way back in the day, I would just take it. There's like a shelf, and you just grind that fucker straight <laughs> off. That's your zero plate. That's your zero.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: What
3: do you think about those? Uh, there's adjustable. a couple adjustable ones the, yeah, like all never, the
2: fly adjustable I, or are you talking about like the afc live or the yeah. adjuster or the, the, G- the afc, AFC adjuster. live
1: stuff is it has its place and it's cool for like i don't know how to describe it essentially what it does is it just regulates boost that goes to the afc housing yep and it allows it fuels on a regulator it's kind of it's neat if you know how to tune an afc it's unneeded mm-hmm. well the one thing i've never played with and i always kind of wanted to is the attitude adjuster mm-hmm. yeah and so that has two like, adjusters doesn't it it's uh it one? it's one no knob. it's one that's in the truck so okay. it's on like a Because like there, there was one that had two table. knobs on it
3: <clears throat> that's the afc live
1: AFC, okay all right well afc live has a switch on the side which is just a bypass the the regulator switch? yeah it bypasses I, the, <laughs> the air regulator
3: it's it's full wide open yep i have I had an AFC on mine, and then Wyatt had the adjuster on his. What's his name, Tyler? I have a friend.
1: Tyler throwing a fly. <laughs> no, did this you,
4: is did, Steve
3: did, that uh, escaped. Now okay. I got him again. God damn it.
2: He, he isn't the previous this. episode, we are talking about this. <laughs> Fum and Swap Part 1. Tyler's catching flies right now in cups. <laughs> he has caught three flies in three different people's cups. <laughs> <laughs> How did I not know you have this talent? I, I've known I you
4: from know
3: I'm really impressed.
4: Just I now I don't know what to do.
3: Well you out. He, Corey, heard, he, he
5: already
4: heard. escaped <laughs> once on me, and I'm not letting him go this time. You're my friend. You're gonna be my friend
1: <laughs> Did you let him out? Well, maybe we yeah. got him.
2: Pour a little bit more beer in there so we can have a drink while he suffers. <laughs>
4: He's not suffering. Oh, he's I'll, my friend. He's living, <laughs> his, living his best <laughs> life.
2: <laughs> he's towards the top. Don't let him out. Was, I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. live. Corey's
4: making AFC me live. live.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: The adjuster is cool. Wyatt had one. Um, you can turn it all the way down, like shut off your fuel, and then oh. disconnect it. So it's like a cool security feature. Not that that oh. really matters, but um, he, when he would turn that thing up, man, it would.
1: Yeah, because it, it, it rocks, takes but... it takes place of the of the fuel plate, mm-hmm. so you just you can you just fucking like start cable. spinning the knob, yeah, yeah, and it runs a cable which is on a jack screw, mm-hmm. which will just run the plate wherever you want it. Yeah. So I've never messed with it, but they look cool.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're so if you're just like daily driving or whatever, it's just like turning it down on tune one or whatever. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Um, I had the AFC live. I I enjoyed it. Um, maybe a little bit hard to kind of tune but what was really easy was flipping the switch for, <laughs> for full Weird. power yeah. that was a good time um but when you were just like towing or something you could really dial down your fuel to keep your EGTs down so it was nice um i don't know if it was necessarily worth it but that, i feel like
2: that's all we all, all really want they want a party switch yeah. like i'm like as you get I'm not saying we're all old but like as you get to a certain age you're like I get that this truck like it just needs to drive it's fine but I, I want a full kill party mode when I want a full kill party mode and I don't need it all the time don't pay, don't pay attention
4: to me over here okay I'm just playing with my friend
2: Whoever you over here talking about thumbing swaps and 12 dollars. times where really they're worried about a fucking fly oh don't run away from me you? you're this is my friend sorry guys <laughs> Jesus
3: you're all mine <laughs> It
2: was kind of nice.
1: Captured? Okay, there you go.
3: It was kind of nice with the adjustable ones because you would get really used to the low setting and then you would hit the party switch and you've done it before, so you knew, but it always felt like a new truck. So hmm. that part was cool.
1: cool. I always just use my right foot as where the party truck engages. You are a far more
3: mature <laughs> individual than I am. Same. Like
1: <laughs> we always tell people they ask
2: us like what tune to put on their trucks and whatnot. I'm like the highest horsepower tune that you feel comfortable having the lightest foot on. And they're always like, I can't do it. I'm like, I can't either. But that's what they yeah. tell me. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, tune you run true. on I like, run on, like, the like 80 to 100 horsepower tune. That's what I run on. So I double by 73 horsepower, and I'm fine with that. Triple. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I the, tried, man, I tried calmer, to cut calmer. myself hey. down. You just.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking. A, just, I am talking, Ben. You shove your noses. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I run everything on the hottest tune we've got. And then you just drive it with your foot. Like, just learn yeah. how to drive a yeah. fucking
4: pickup. <laughs>
1: he's, he's used to
4: really low horsepower. I know. Though. So my he's got to always just get in it. <laughs> right. <I know.
5: laughs> like full throttle all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then
4: when he hops in a truck with real power, he's like, oh my
2: God. Yeah, but then after <laughs> all, keeping it straight because the yeah. steering's fucked. <laughs> No, it's because the acid <laughs> is coming out yeah, of it. Because yeah, you're yeah. like, wait, we we'll all hold the
1: power. Imagine uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a list now.
2: <laughs> yeah, the power. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this thing moves. of <laughs> <laughs> that coming. Yeah. Second podcast of the day is yeah. always more yeah. interesting.
5: <laughs> it really <laughs>
2: is. Certain things start to set in, and certain words start coming out a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so Howard next. Howard Howard, next. twelve, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pump. yeah.
4: Yep. Number ten plate,
2: yeah. go for it.
1: Yeah. So buy buy our plate. <laughs> buy our number three plate. Uh, it's the only one we have. So I mean, if you order a ten plate, you're getting a three anyway.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just order a BDP plate. <laughs>
1: The next thing you should do. Yeah, the next thing. <laughs> Governor Springs. Governor Springs. Guy, I got Governor Springs right here. Which is almost a
4: have to do on these drugs. You have to. Yeah.
1: Dude, they defuel at 22.5. <laughs> yeah. They're garbage. Yeah. So, I've got in front of me. You guys can't see it. I don't know why I brought this stuff. Andrew told me to.
2: I like looking at it. Props are always fun. Did so, you get another one? No,
1: no, I was
4: close. I was close. Listen, one at a time, baby. We're getting them out of here. <laughs>
1: Three 4Ks. Yank your stock ones out, they're garbage. And personally, I put 4Ks in everything because just because you have 4,000 RPM doesn't mean you need to use it, <laughs> right? Like, I have 4Ks in my dually, and uh, I, it never exceeds like 32, maybe, yeah, probably 32. On except our for, test drive except for our
3: test drive yeah. test drive was 35 that's when
1: the head gasket said no nah, i'm done <laughs> and uh like it's scary up there like that's super fast so yeah. like just throw 4ks in it trust me you'll be fine and the the driving characteristics of a 4k is really is super good like it's not so light on the throttle like a 5k that it's sketchy but you get good throttle response and it just feels right. Like four yeah. Ks is what they should have come with. Like the download characteristics of a four K is what they should have come with. Yeah, yeah. because they start defueling at uh two thousand eight God dang it! I can't remember. I thought it was eighteen fifty like, or something like that. It, it's, it's super low. Yeah. It's all. It's like nineteen hundred. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like lower than it
4: should be. Yeah,
1: and they start defueling like right <laughs> when that engine wants to start, like coming into a power band and make power. It just yanks it all away from you. So I know for a fact they full defuel at 22.5. Yeah. I know that for a fact. And if you go to 3Ks, you gain, like, real world, you only gain, like, 300 RPM. Yeah. It's not a lot, actually. So if you just skip it, go to 5Ks. and Or, sorry, 4K. Don't don't go (laughs) 5. You guys don't need 5Ks. A 4K is going to get you where you need to be, and it's going to drive great. And just like I said, because you have 4,000 RPM capable, doesn't mean you need to use them.
5: Yeah. If you know, do no. plan on using them, yeah. if
1: you do plan on using them, you need valve springs. Yes. Because <laughs> you will float the shit out of the valves <laughs> over 3,200. Yeah. So. Yeah.
4: And, and the cost difference for going to a 3 to 4 is like not
1: even there. There's like nothing there. Oh, it's zero. Our, it, it's we a we zero. sell zero. a kit. It, yeah. It's a three, three fours, fours. Yeah, 4 So let me say that same, real quick. It's Andrew, the same sorry. kit, right? It's the same kit. That's a 3K, has two springs. Put the small so, spring in it, bam. and that's a 4K. 4K. Right. We sell a 3-4K. So if you buy dynamites, this is what you get. Yeah,
4: I think there's one company that still sells just a 3K kit. I
1: think it's BD. I, BD
4: I think it's BD. BD P- sells? No. I'm they they sell BD. 3 and 4K. Okay. Same with Pack Break is a 3, 4K, 3 and 4K. Yeah, okay.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So if you plan on spinning it, you need to plan on uh valve springs. Yep. S- sorry. 60-pound valve springs are good. If you can swing a little bit extra money, get the conicals, the beehives, the street bees. Like there's, I mean, Hamilton makes some um, peak, I think peak and pack break both there. make. Uh, I think they're 20. both sixties. Those, those are sixties. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are sixties. Um, Hamilton, the Hamilton is that, the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Hamilton's got their street conicals, and yep. then or no, their beehives. Yeah, and then Power Driven sells a conical. They sell a street conical and a competition conical. Yeah. See, and, he uh, actually
2: even posted a parts list, and he has the Hamilton cams uh, oh, behind yeah. spring kits. Yeah.
1: Those are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If you guys want to go over 3,200 RPM, you need, because you will float valves, and in a diesel, trust me, <clears> on a Cummins <throat> especially, you will smack those valves with the piston. And they do not like it. Like, I've seen witness marks all over pistons. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Valve springs. Yes, yes. You need them. <laughs> yeah. But... Having said that, do not go and put the really big oh ones. Christ. You do not. He's catching another one. <laughs> gets, oh, oh my five.
3: god! Dude, this guy is. fly, Sensei.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but do not chopsticks. put like
1: the one sixty-five pound, which are like the competition yeah, valves. Yeah, yeah. too, too, too much, too much, too much, too far. If you, if you put those in and you try and daily it, your chances of the camshaft eating the cam journals in the block like go through the roof <laughs> yeah. because like you've got so much spring pressure that's going back through a lever going down the push rods and now that's pushing on the cam and your cam in a cummins does not have bearings it has one up front depending on your engine it has one in the back so it's just riding on a film of oil and you've got enough spring pressure there to actually shove the cam into the block and it'll eat the block up yeah so buy what you need don't go overboard yeah. On valve springs, yeah, because it will bite you in the butt. Yeah,
4: and again, we're talking five for five hundred horse, like not necessary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like five hundred horsepower, four K kit, sixty pound 60s, springs. Yeah, 20. call it a day, you're yeah, fine.
1: Exactly. <clears throat> Stop. Well, speaking of like cam, spr- like a cam, a stock yeah. cam, it's fine. A stock cam is going to get you there all day long. If you had money burning a hole in your pocket, you could put a one seventy eight two hundred eight. Um. It doesn't take the RPM range and move it up so far that you're out of the, like, range of power of a 12 Oh, valve.
2: that's a 188-220, I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. so yeah, yeah, so he picked a 188-220, which is way too big. Like, that moves your RPM range up. Like, I don't think they'll start making power till 2,500 or 2500 RPM to 45, I think, is what Hamilton claims.
2: That That is, well, we usually use them on common rail trucks. But that, that's our go-to cam on pretty much everything.
1: Because Is it really? So, but see, yeah. that, we put, we those put, heads
3: will flow a lot more, though.
1: Exactly. See, on our even our common rail builds, we put 180, 182 or 178. 208. 208. 208. We yeah. put the small one in ours. Yeah. We don't put one eighty. That's eight. what they, like they call it. it, it
4: the, that's the, yeah. not Batone. the DPF saver, but the, what do they call it? Hamilton calls it. He calls it like the. Oh, uh, let me
1: look it up real quick here.
4: There was a name for <clears> it.
2: Because oh, yeah, the one eighty eight two hundred eight is the same one. That's what we have in the,
1: That's the, in the 007, 007 truck. Yeah. I think it's what we have in the mega cab too.
4: I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty. It's, you know, I don't think you guys have a one eighty eight two hundred twenty in a truck. Well, at least that so, I. In oh seven double oh seven yeah. it is. It is. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah! I thought we, that was a small one.
2: No, any of the cams that have gone in here. No, probably, I'm pretty. Sure it's a one, oh, okay.
1: See, we go the other way. We put the small ones in. Yeah, Yeah. two hundred
2: eight street cam. They refer to it as.
4: I thought they had a name for it.
2: I don't know if I've ever seen a name. I thought uh, it was just their
3: towing
1: maybe.
2: cam. Or towing. Yeah, I think they call Th- it the This cam. cam will help drastically reduce exhaust gas recirculation and provide more fresh, cool air for your engine. That means less particulate matter, lower EGTs, and better fuel economy. Well, well, okay, good maybe thing I saw that 12 valve doesn't, yeah. doesn't have any of
4: that. So yeah. <laughs> hey, 12-valve gets some good fuel mileage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets some mean, killer fuel mileage. I
1: mean, out of my two-wheel drive, I can pull like 22 like yeah, yeah. as an average. Yeah. Pretty easily.
3: It's an easy <clears throat> trap to fall into, but like with a 59 with a low flowing head, if you start stepping up your cam size at all, displacement and CFM flow will basically cut off your power on the low end and move it up higher. So, even if the 188 cam is only two steps above stock, putting it in a 59 12 valve with a a low flowing head means you're not going to get anything usable out of that thing till like 20, like you said, 2,500 RPM. Yeah. Mm. But The same cam in a, you know, a larger or a better flowing, um, you know, induction setup will keep that power low. So that's why all of us that chimed in on that post when he said a 188 cam, we're like, no, 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 that's going to move it up way too high. If you want this yep. to be a daily driver or a, or a practical use vehicle, you need to stick with a smaller cam if you're, you know, missing a, you know, like a nice a nice flowing head or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, the, the stock cams are more than capable of pulling excellent power. Don't don't. Oh, freak yeah, out about there's that.
1: there's guys like Josh McCormick. I've seen him. He's made over 1,000 horsepower on a stock cam. Yeah. Like it'll, a stock cam is fine. Like it's not, and it does, it's not like a gas engine either. Like you throw a cam in it and you're like, well, it's going to sound cool. It's just yeah. like, no, no it, it sounds, sounds like a Cummins. <laughs> yeah. But it just moves your RPM range so far up. And then you have to also think like, On a 12-valve, your RPM range, like your power band, think of it like a two-stroke dirt bike. Like, your RPM range is 800 RPM, and it doesn't matter where it starts. Like, if it starts at 1,500 RPM, your power band ends at, what's it, 2,300? Yeah. Okay. Now, if you just move and say you want, you put a cam in it and say you're like, okay, now it's going to start making horsepower at twenty five that 800 horsepower window is still there yeah like it doesn't broaden the window of horsepower yeah it just moves Moves it it. from where you want it to be so like i run a 188 220 in the race truck with a ported head and everything that truck doesn't come alive till like 26 2700 rpm and then it stops making power at 3600 yeah and And
3: what about what about your timing setup on that too
1: so that timing that'll, that'll affect it That timing setup, that truck is at 25 and a half degrees.
3: That's not bad.
1: No, it's not bad. And I, I literally, I got it to where it was making as much power as it could. So it was 600 horsepower. And then I started playing with timing and I gave it two degrees until it stopped making power. So I started at 20, gave it 22, 24, 26. At 26 degrees of timing, it lost... 3 rpm so i backed it down one degree and that's just where it's happy at so it's happy at yeah. 25 and a half ish degrees of timing yeah. so like your daily driver stuff i wouldn't exceed 18 yeah because then yeah. at 18 you still get cold start reliably you,
3: you lose a lot of drivability real quick you do yeah.
1: and then you so your cold starts still there and your cylinder pressure isn't through the roof Mm -hmm. You start getting into a lot of advanced timing and your cylinder pressure starts going through the roof. Cylinder pressure is what blows head gaskets, causes lots of...
3: Fun things, Temperatures. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. not good stuff. Speaking of timing.
1: So, speaking of timing. So, if a guy was so inclined to do so, this is an adjustable P-bump timing gear. This is, I believe this is a Shide. So... If you take this little screw out, so this pump, this gear is really cool. If you're like at the track and you don't have your dial indicator because every, so so, say we started this hole right here. So it screws in. So now we want to give it two degrees of timing. So you pull this little screw out and you just bump the gear, move it one hole over. You just gave it two degrees of timing or That's retard. Cool. So these are pretty cool. I want that. Yeah. (laughs) The only problem with an adjustable gear is you have to have a timing cover that allows you to get to it. There's a handful of companies that make billet ones, which if you're on a budget, a billet front timing cover is not really on the table, in my opinion. Yeah. Like Because, you know, it's 600 bucks. Yeah. You don't really need it. But having said that, There are a few companies, and I'm pretty sure one of them is T-Rex Fab, which is up in northern Idaho. He actually will take a cast, or not cast, a stamped steel one, and he'll put a removable cover Cover. so you can get to it. And I want to say those are two to 300. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's not off the table. And there's a handful of companies that make them. I Like, this is a Shide. This one's got Allen bolts, and it's got this little two-degree set bolt in it. I personally run a power driven one and um it's just it's just what I got.
5: Yeah.
1: Um it doesn't use the little two degree pin. So every time I have to mess with timing, it's either I have a degree wheel that goes on the front balancer and mm-hmm. I can degree wheel it, or it doesn't take me very long to pull a delivery valve and use a dial indicator. Yeah. And then I can advance it, you know, yeah to like point would be two thousandths of a millimeter and that's essentially two degrees
4: yeah i mean but for, for a guy again i, I keep I'm just going back to the guy for like 500 horsepower he's probably gonna just gonna set it to that 17 18 degrees yeah and like call I, it a day
1: i would set it 18 and call it a day yeah like you don't need to mess with it yeah like <clears> the <throat> adjustable stuff is if you're drag mm-hmm. racing or you're sled pulling that is handy it's yeah. it's super handy because you can because when you're when you're making that kind of horsepower and you're constantly changing where you're at in like elevation and stuff. Yeah. You can, you know, if the truck feels light on power and you're like, man, the EGTs are high, I bet if I give it two degrees, yeah, I'm gonna see if it cools off. Yeah. And if it cools off, you're like, fuck yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna give it another two yeah. and see what the temperature does. If it keeps cooling off, I'm gonna keep giving it timing. Yeah. But as soon as you start seeing it like getting hot, it's like, okay, I'm gonna pull it two, pull two out of it. Yep. And that's gonna be the sweet spot for today. Yep. So yeah, yeah those are time cool timing gears are cool yeah
4: they are cool not i like that one with everybody. the with the with the preset like because that it makes it so it's really cool because you yeah. don't need anything you can yeah. be like
1: i'm just gonna i'm gonna give it two degrees see what it does yeah because i always move by two yeah because if if you go by two if you go by one it takes forever right so if you go you're by doing two, it a lot <laughs> yeah you go <laughs> by two and then you'd be like okay I, I hit the threshold of where it's happy now i just go back to and that's where it's going to be money like yeah. that's its sweet spot yep so yeah no, those are cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a handful of places that make timing gears. They're not cheap. That's why I say they're really not necessary. Because yeah. I think even the power driven one, which is I think it's the cheapest one on the market, it's still three four hundred bucks. Yeah, like just
4: yeah. So it's either invest in something like that or get it. Well, you should get a tool anyways if you're going to be working. Well, on, you should have a tool, you should have yeah. a tool anyways. So you're, I guess you're investing in both. So I guess yeah. Is, but I mean, you, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, buy buy the tool, the the press. The little polar gear puller, because yeah. if you, you buy it, buy the universal one, because it'll pull VE, P, VP, and common rails. Yep. So spend twenty bucks, get the universal one. I mean, my stuff's all the Snap On, but I mean, yeah. you know, Amazon, you can get them for twenty bucks yeah. off Amazon. Yeah. They, will <laughs> they will break. They will break. They will break. Yeah, we carry the the torque torque tools. One. All the torque tools yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, tools yeah, those are good. fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do those. Yeah, I, I
3: broke an Amazon one. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: I've never I've always times. had my snap on one so I, I <laughs> yeah. can't yeah. I can't say.
3: Um for the guy who's just trying to hit like 500 easy horsepower that power driven little wheel thing popping off a, a stock gear and using their little wheel on your um your dampeners. Yeah, it's
1: good enough. The degree wheel is 20 bucks. It's going to get you close enough like inherently you're going to be off by, you know, with gear lash and everything. You're going to be off by a degree or two, yeah. but I mean, you're going to be close enough. Yeah. I mean, and and if you go to like, if you go to DDP's website and you go to our injectors and you say, so for 500 horsepower, I would tell you, go buy stage twos, go on our website. Stage twos will tell you recommended timing, 17 to 18 degrees. So if you buy stage ones, which are, I want to say like four to 450 horsepower injectors, that's going to tell you 16 to 17. So, I mean, obviously there's a step, 16 to 17, stage one, step 17, stage. 18, 19, 20. And then what? Well, like, once you go you know, beyond that, you get into custom stuff, then
4: the super metals, you gotta figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, Put yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. on a
1: dyno and figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, Hell timing, yeah. timings. The, the other nice thing, I forgot about this. The other nice thing about an adjustable gear is it's actually keyed to the shaft. So from factory, Cummins does not key the gear onto the shaft. It's just a tapered shaft that uses torque to hold it on there. Yeah. So, if you are not going to use an adjustable gear with a keyway and you're just going to use a shaft taper fit, clean the shaft with Non-chlorinated brake clean, clean the ever living dog shit out of it. You can't have oil in there. Clean all the oil out. You don't want that baby slip timing. No, (laughs) blow it out. Take compressed air, clean compressed air, not wet. Yeah, clean it out. Blow the shit out of it, and do brake clean three or four times. I don't care how long it takes. If you see oil coming out, keep cleaning.
3: Ginger oil afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. Ah some guys are like i don't want to spray all those chemicals and stuff in my engine in my oil yeah because just change it out. it's going like, straight into the sump yeah, yeah which what you would hate more than changing your oil is uh slip timing
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so like i see it all the time on facebook guys be like hey does anybody know why my truck's white smoking and doesn't make any power it's like did you just adjust timing? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. You there you go. <laughs> it. Go Pull back. Your, do it again. Yeah. Pull
3: your timing cover off. Fix your KDP, and then use some red pad yeah. on both the the output or the the shaft from the pump, and on the inside of your gear. That seems to help me. Yeah, you know, you know the, what the torque, torque, torque is for the nut. Uh, it's supposed to be one hundred sixty, right? Yep. Yeah. Depen- and the, so, so it's funny.
1: It depends on like <laughs> what source you look at. So like Dodge says one forty four. Cummins says one sixty. Yeah. So I used to do 144. I never had a problem, and I start working for Lenny. Lenny's like ah 160. I'm like okay, 160. send it.
5: Yeah, I've
1: never had I've never had one slip. You do I have so I take it back. I've had one slip, and that was at 144, and I didn't get it clean enough.
5: Yeah.
1: So go through 160. Make sure it's clean. Like mm-hmm. when I say clean, I'm not kidding. Clean. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: And then you'll never have an issue.
5: Yeah.
1: Because when you put the little puller on it, and if it just like you put a couple turns on the bolts and it pops it, that it the, was getting ready yeah <laughs> but if you have to like pull it off yeah it was on there good <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yep so his so he does actually have stage twos in his uh parts here for dynamite that's, so he did a good job that's my 500 there.
1: horsepower recipes stage twos
2: yeah um he does also have um and this is again we, we've kind of you don't have to do a cam But if you are going to do a cam, obviously you're going to be be doing tappets, doing
1: push rods. Um, If you're doing it in truck, it's going to be a bad day. Trying to put tappets (laughs) in an engine in truck, not recommended. I've watched Cooper do that. There is a Cummins, and several other people make a special little tool to do it. You have to have a little tray that fits into the cam journal that holds your tappet. And then you have to drop like a little magnet on a string, <laughs> yeah. throw everything down, try and catch that, tap it, pull it up.
3: Let's let's be honest. Everybody's Cummins is leaking. Just tell them to pull it out right. reseal yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, you, this is an
2: engine swap. The engine's going to be out. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Do your due fucking due diligence. So yeah. if your engine
1: is out, tear it down, please. Yeah. You will thank me if you pull that thing down. Pull the head off of it real quick. Check the cross hatching. Is the cross hatching good? Put a head gasket in it, send it. Does it need need machine work? (laughs) Is there racing stripes down your cylinders? (laughs) Yeah. Are you buying this from some guy that's been sitting on a pallet? Yeah. Are you buying it running? If you're buying it running from a truck, get it warm. Check your blow by, check your blow by when cold. Like do everything right to make sure you're not buying a project for your project yeah or if you want a project for your project, then that's fine yeah but yeah to put a cam with tappets in a Mm. engine in truck it will be the least fun thing you do of that whole thing (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. i would say i think that's why he meant now where i'm kind of putting the pieces together i think if he's gonna have the engine now i think that's why he was thinking cam because if there's any time to do it, it's going to be then yeah um so yeah that's yeah
3: Anytime like mid-engine swap or whatever, I always basically tear them down to a long block. Minus, I pull the cam out too because that cam journal, you'd be surprised how worn out they are after you know, oh, yeah. 300,000 miles or whatever. And they're super cheap to swap. But, you know, you can put them on a an engine stand, flip them over so that you're not spilling your, you know, your tappets everywhere. You can take yep. your time and seal everything up real nice. Set your timing where you want. Get your, you know, your fancy cam if you want to do that. Yeah, and um,
1: you can buy a full reseal kit. I don't know, what, like four or 500 bucks. Yep. Yeah, that is cheap. cheap. And yep. then you can have a 12 valve that doesn't leak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, who, Which is yeah. a really nice feeling. Which is <laughs> very nice. Yeah.
3: Uh, most auto parts stores carry all the, you know, hey, stuff diesel you power can products carries them. I'm just saying. If you were in, uh, yes, but I'm just saying, if you were in a pinch, like if you were like, oh, I yanked this 12 valve out, my oil pan is, you know, yeah. leaking everywhere, and, you know, diesel power products isn't open. You can, yeah. Any auto parts store has the all your this stuff. The 24 hours a day, <laughs> by the yes. way.
1: And I, I don't know about you. I like to use silicone. Right but, stuff, yeah. But, I'm going to put this, but, there is too much silicone. Oh, <laughs> yes, there is. I could yeah, go on a tangent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When you cut the little tip off of the squeeze <laughs> yeah. bottle, you can go small. It <laughs> yes. doesn't need to be big. <laughs> yeah. You lay a nice, tiny, like, yeah. like eighth inch or smaller yeah. bead. And then... I do it. I spread it. Yeah. I spread it. I spread it, put the gasket on, and then put another layer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly how I do it. And I can, I guarantee you, my engines don't leak oil. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And there's a really crazy thing. Separate from that little tip, they have a cap. So you don't have to use you the whole You can put tube. it back on? You can put yeah, the cap back save on. save it. Shut up. <laughs> no
2: way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I thing, just, man. I just figured they made all their services big enough to cover, to have one RTV like that. Okay. Like a rear diff. You're that's... a
1: Power Stroke guy. Those <laughs> yeah. engines yeah. are assembled with RTV, no gaskets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've built them. I've built a 7.3. And that freaking gasket <laughs> kit had three <laughs> gaskets and a tube for a caulking gun <laughs> to seal the motor. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
2: Damn it! Well, that's how they—that's where they decided to save money instead of trying to make a whole bunch of different gaskets. Right? You know it's a lot cheaper than seventeen part numbers and seventeen gaskets. Yeah, one tube. You're like, tube. hey, <laughs> we, we changed
3: so much stuff. We have so many part numbers. Yeah. We're running out of money. Fuck the gaskets.
1: What's funny is we haven't even got exhaust manifold gaskets. give that. I dude. built that seven three, and then I took that tube and probably assembled like five Cummins with that you tube. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it was so much extra silicone. That's was ridiculous. You're welcome. Yeah. So
2: uh, other stuff on his, let's talk about air. So he does on his parts list have a uh, BD three-piece, obviously second Gen style manifold. Uh, he's got a Banks, with it. Banks twin RAM yeah. uh, intake and then a Super B361. So an SXE style charger with a 361. Um,
1: I've never ran the BD Super B, so I don't, I can't. Well, say they're just using a. The, it's
4: just an SXE, basically. What's yeah.
1: the What's the exhaust? Um, I'll find out for it right now. Uh, oh, I think it's housing.
4: uh, I think it's 0.80
1: No, no, the turbine. Oh, size? Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I'll find I'll out. Remember. So, like, so if I tell somebody my recipe is a sixty-two, sixty-five, fourteen. That's my recipe for a turbo. Really? I want to say it's something it's in the like 14, 70s. Yeah, super snappy. You you because you can get a 12 too. Yeah, but the 14 is super snappy. Hmm. I am I'm, I'm a big fan. I like the 14. And you can kind of, with the 14 you can keep down your drive pressure a little yeah. bit better too. Because yeah. I've I've learned by running the race truck on the dyno for like a month how much drive pressure a 12 valve head produces It is a lot. So okay. it is a
2: sixty-one seventy six with an 8.0 exhaust housing. Point hmm. eight a exhaust s- housing.
3: Seventy six for the exhaust um turbine. For the turbine That's, hmm. that's huge. Th-
1: two, yeah. sir. I was going that's that's huge. That's big. I, don't I, don't, I know. I've, I've never ran one, so you know. I can't say. Uh I ran say it's rated for five hundred. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I ran hmm. a sixty two and a half, sixty seven, twelve with my twelve valve that had Five by 14s and AFC Live, and that that fucker was a awesome little combo. Yeah, seventy six is pretty pretty big. That's but what, that's, At the same time, it's, it's a 61, small yeah. It's a
2: small AR too. Yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very tight housing. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't so, know. Yeah, maybe they're trying to keep spool up and drive pressure down
1: it with could, a big turbine, small housing. It yeah. could be. I don't know. I I guess it, what's I've your, never ran one.
3: What's your thoughts on the twin ramp? I I have no experience with those, and I, you work on a. With a, um, with a dyno every day so i run
1: one i don't run the banks i run a i think it's a pusher with it's the exact same dimensions yeah um Oh, one
3: mm-hmm.
4: thing about banks i didn't realize this but did you know on the tape
1: of their box it
4: has a quote from ricky bobby no way <laughs> it says Shut literally up. on every bank's box there it says if you ain't first you're last ricky bobby in quotes <laughs> I i, 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 I want tell to see you that what now. I will go grab a fucking box right there. there you. Go. <laughs> so the, the take a break from, from
3: catching all these flies. <laughs> yeah.
2: The last time I opened up a, a box from from Grandpa, it was a six seven <laughs> intake manifold, and you th- they take the approach of like last time you opened like an Apple product or something like that. Yeah. The unboxing process is supposed to be part of the process of buying the part. It's supposed to be very happy. Every box that you open has a quote, has a picture, has something.
4: On every box, yeah, it says with a checkered no <laughs>
2: flag shit. warning: This product will expose you to performance known by the state of California to cause winning or other euphoria. In quotes, if you ain't first, you're last. Ricky I've Bobby, I've never seen it's that. the most
4: amazing shit ever. That's
2: pretty good. <laughs> like, well, look at the the, the bottom of the box bottom flip over carefully
5: yeah, yeah. you literally can't fuck this up huh. every
2: every label like i'm talking every flap of the box has something on it to tell you what's going on fair enough like they they really it's thought out huh very much so <laughs> um but I, I personally i like the the idea of a twin ram uh, intake manifold from banks yeah i, I mean, think the it's pretty a, cool. the idea With is more air yeah the idea is evenly spread
1: exactly is you can move your air back to cylinders I think it comes in at four, the rear one. So normally you come in at like three. The back one moves it closer to four or five. Mm-hmm. So you get more a better distribution back to six, cause six is always going to be your hot cylinder. Because it's the furthest away from any sort of intake. And the the intake shelving on the head is terrible flow to six and one. Like it's yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So the only way to fix that is to cut it off, but to to band-aid it. You can run the twin ram, and I and I have the same thing on our race truck. It's, yeah. it's not a banks, but same concept.
3: Is it, it? Have you seen that one where basically it ties into the rear? There's like a there's a bung inside. Push, the, the pusher makes pusher, that, that little for the, the common rail. Goes,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah, one. it goes into the there's a on a common rail. You've got that rear freeze plug in the shelf. Yeah, yeah you pop that and it goes works. into that i don't know my opinion on it It's fucking ugly as shit
4: (laughs) like that is so terrible it 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 looks looks homemade it looks homemade one inch or three quarters yeah it looks homemade
1: (laughs) i mean if you're if the whole system is under pressure boost yeah then theory yes it's going to work because it's but at the same time it's not the the risk of being made fun of though yeah if if, if your whole intake system is pressurized right Okay, you're not going to have any less pressure in the back than you are going to have in the front. Yeah, it's going to be the same. It's 60 psi. No matter where you test it in the head.
5: It's, yeah, right.
1: So, I mean, what does that stupid little one inch pipe? I don't know. I don't know. They sell that anymore.
4: That, I hope they don't. I think <laughs> that was <is> like a could <laughs> be a volume thing. <laughs> it was, dude. It was yeah, so
1: but ugly. it's like inch or may, maybe inch. Like I agree. How much it's, volume it's not. Can you you would
2: ideally want two equal sized anywhere. You, yes. What I've learned about laminar flow and all that kind of you know, pressurization and f- volume, all that kind of stuff, you want the path of least resistance the whole way through, and you want even pressure everywhere you can get it. Yes. Um, so having a normal like grid heater-sized hole and then a three-quarter-inch hole randomly somewhere over there, uh, it ain't working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, worth it. Yeah. Not even, so,
1: but. yeah. So go – yeah, you can do a twin ram. I mean
2: – I like the Adiva
1: twin ram. I, bank, we've never banks, had a call back on it. The Banks, banks yeah. one, I th- – I feel like that one's kind of, it's expensive. Like, yeah. they don't you give can, them away. You
3: well, can definitely hit 500 horsepower without it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, you can go yo, you can go all day long on a Easily, stock horn.
3: Yeah. But, they but look, I, I they like the cool idea of
1: EGT control
2: as far as mm-hmm. having that volume to work with, especially if you're trying to have something that's real perky and snaps up real fast, being able to move that air. Yeah, yeah And let's face it, too,
4: thing. it does look pretty cool under the hood. It oh, does when you pop the hood. I mean, it's a cool-looking intake. There's a cool
1: factor. Kind uh, of a, kind then, of but then, in a power stroke, or not, uh, not a power stroke, in an OBS truck, will that horn fit? Yeah. Oh, it does? I don't... Well, I don't know. I this, can't imagine it wouldn't. Because I don't know if it gets interference with the main... Uh, the uh, the cowl? Brakes. No. The brake, the, brake booster? Oh, brake booster. The brake
3: um, Actually, I think the 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 truck I saw today had one of those on. Did at, it? At oh, your yeah. I don't
1: know. I'm I just yeah, throwing out either. there. Yeah. I, I, don't don't, know. I don't. know.
2: Otherwise, just fuck brakes. Convert to hydro boost. <laughs> yeah. Fuck brakes too. You don't need <laughs> brakes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of brakes, um, yeah, six speed.
1: Slow down with that. Yeah.
2: Speaking of brakes, if you are actually planning on doing this and you're towing with it, you should really look into a disc brake conversion for that ten and a quarter sterling. Yeah. Just yeah, saying. Because yeah. uh, drum brakes ain't doing you no fucking favors. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Or, um so yeah the the turbo i i like that i like uh, be- I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't work i do see <sighs> what you're saying though about having you said you, uh, a 14 uh no, centimeter I, housing yeah 14, 14 centimeters is what i recommend that's pretty tight i like that yeah um i do like the fact <laughs> that this is a gated turbo um guys i just want you to know there's two drunk flies flying around because <laughs> they somehow are keep they
4: keep escaping i don't i don't know how they're You're crazy
1: it's, just, it's not a watertight seal yeah. on your cup
4: it's freaking fun. it's
1: gaff tape i don't know how
4: they're making it out i don't either
1: houdini yeah
4: <laughs> just a trip to the bar and then, one yeah, did one did on. pass away okay. rest in peace jeff <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i like the Sorry, idea buddy. of having a, <laughs> yeah. a wastegate on there especially uh, a mechanically actually a wastegate um yeah nothing wrong with the wastegate so don't yeah, pinch
3: like it
1: off that. um let's They're see what else is on that nice list here yeah.
3: i don't think he had a clutch on that
1: list he did not those are unnecessary only clutches yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah stock is fine <laughs>
2: yeah i mean otherwise your, your parts list is is very valid there so i think you're on the right path logan if this is what you're doing yeah um, getting that 500 usable horsepower or 12 valve, very doable. Oh, uh, fuel supply. You guys, he originally had a FAS on there. You guys were talking about, uh, He's doing different, stock. Yeah. Stock yeah, I, mechanical pump with a different spring in it. Yep.
3: Yeah. It's the, uh Comcams, cams. I think it's, it's 903 or 907. It's a big block Chevy valve spring. You can buy them for like $4. So I got a yep. question yep. on that because
4: the mechanical pump, the spring and the plunger for that. And the mechanical fuel pump.
1: The lift pump? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
3: That's for the return of the plunger, uh, yes. right? Yeah, it is because compression is from the lobe. Yeah, so yeah. it just
4: returns it. So, what would be the point of putting? I mean, unless your spring is weak, what's there like a fancy valve spring control? I don't know. Right, but I'm just curious as far as because it's not necessarily going to make any more pressure. <laughs> I've
1: never looked into why.
4: Because I because so, Josh asked right. me a que- Josh asked me a question on this. I, I really I looked into it. and I was like, wait a second, that that plunger. the the spring that's in there is only used to to bring the plunger back to the cam Mm -hmm. and then it pushes and it's only going to go so far right Mm -hmm. so even putting like any higher pressure spring or anything in there it's just going to speed up
1: yeah i have no idea if
4: it's if it's Lacking already yeah. as far well, guess, as it
2: pushing back up
4: against I could see I could see maybe under like higher RPM. And that's the, and that's the a conclusion for, you and
2: I both came and to. that's like what we came to. If it was floating it, then yes you would have mm-hmm, no yeah, pressure right. under higher RPM or lower right. pressure. But a stiffer spring we're allowed to return to the cam. Because it's not regulated the by spring yeah, pressure. Nothing yeah.
1: says that it's increasing volume or pressure. So well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I think if, I'm, never, just, I'm du- curious about that because Josh brought
4: it up, and I was like, wow, I've never really heard of like a performance spring for the factory lift pump. And then the way it was really started looking at it I was like, well, I don't think, like, how could there be if it's, I mean, unless again, unless
3: the spring is it's, weak I, I think or it's just floating. floating. Yeah. 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 I think getting more time, like if it if it retracts like along the profile of the cam instead of floating, gives it more time to fill the chamber before compressioning. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. That's that makes sense. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what I don't know. I I I read that somewhere else and I used it and it works fucking great. So what I what I did and I I typed it out in response to this is I I like bean sumps I use them in everything. Um and then I I just run a good push lock setup, a half inch push lock setup you can get AN fittings um to the factory lift pump, bypass yep. the heat Yeah, the the heater. heater. Yeah, yeah. Just cut that that off, Mm -hmm. or you can buy the little spacers to take its place. Yeah, for very cheap. Um, the big block Chevy spring in the factory. Like, there's different types of the factory Cummins lift pumps. Um, I I forgot what the I forgot what the number is for like the higher slightly higher flowing one, but if you can find that, that's great. Yeah. Um,
1: but for five hundred horsepower the stock one's fine. Yeah. It'll it, it'll do yeah, it all day do. long. Uh,
3: yeah, a torque tech overflow valve set yep. properly. I, yes. and I even I even use the factory line from the lift pump up to the filtration, uh the filtration block. Yeah, it's then, three eighths. Yeah. It's, well, pl- I think it's smaller. I think it's, it's the nice. factory line is smaller than three eighths. Yeah, I think it's like five, it's five, slightly sixteenths. smaller, yeah. Mm. It's t- it's a it kind of had me worried there after running this big ass half inch line to the <laughs> lift pump and then this dinky little it's like, oh we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. I mean it supported five hundred horsepower yeah. just fine. But the um I I put spacers underneath the um the filtration mounting block there, and you can run a higher micron or a low better Lower. better filtration, <laughs> I guess. A taller filter to get a little bit better filtration. And then Vulcan Performance is I think the name. They make a dual feed line for your yeah. feed pump. Mm-hmm. And with the torque check overflow valves, you're dynamite fancy um 4ks and no oh, yeah that's it'll rip man there's yeah. so much fun like i i dailied one and used one for a long time and if you have a manual it's probably a little bit more fun because you can obviously manually control your shift points and everything like that the higher rpm fun doesn't seem to affect it as bad um with an auto you gotta like stack your converter with it like you gotta make sure everything works yeah together. it's all gotta be together yeah yeah but like yeah, if you so have a
1: manual like if you really want to party, then you put 5000 rpm governor springs <laughs> in. Then you can party. <laughs> yeah. Cuz the Cummins at 5000 rpm sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. It, it, they <laughs> do. They <laughs> do. They but do. you <laughs> need to have all but the parts you, behind yeah,
4: it. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, also
1: so at 500 horsepower, I would highly recommend you go head studs. He does have yeah. head studs on the list, yeah. Okay, that oh. was on there. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you can get away with it, but for how long? Wouldn't recommend it, yeah. Especially if you're, you're gonna have <laughs> the engine
2: out of the truck, yeah. If even if you're not doing a cam, you're not, yeah, for some reason, if you're not tearing it down, you should still be doing like it's, it's, I, was one still, I would so do head studs easy.
3: if I was building for 400 horsepower, yeah. yeah. okay. Like, I mean, yeah.
2: just, I mean, yeah.
1: put, put head studs in it, bite the bullet, yeah. They're not terribly expensive, no. they're very good insurance,
3: yes. You, you will need to machine your rocker pedestals or yep. buy the pre made ones, but.
1: Yeah, There's a handful of places that you can buy them machined. Um, I used to take it to a machine shop, just a little one guy machine shop. He'd charge me a hundred bucks to cut them,
3: yeah.
1: So, if you know somebody at the Bridgeport, there you go, yeah. And the ARP actually comes with the cut dimensions, how how much to take out of them. So, yeah,
4: any any machine shop can do that, yeah. Yeah,
1: If they tell you that they can't do it, then to go find a new machine, they can't do
4: anything, yeah, (laughs) because that's like the simplest of tasks, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think Let's he's got see. himself pretty set up here.
3: Yeah. What was there anything we didn't like discuss on there? Um, he's got There's some rack plugs over there. Some some rack, rack plugs. plugs. Yeah, you,
1: you don't need rack plugs for that kind of power. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, you could. You could put it in it. Like so If
4: the pumps off and you're not if, taking the pump off.
1: Yeah, if exactly. if the pump is off or you have the gear case off. Yeah. Go ahead and just put one in it. Yeah, they're because cheap. Yeah, the st- yeah they're, they're super cheap. Yeah, And like, so your stock plug allows 19 millimeters of rack travel. So rack travel is how far the plungers rotate in the barrels, which translates to fuel duration delivered to injector. Is that, are we following? Yeah, I'm following, yeah. Okay. So 19 millimeters rack travel stock. Okay. Take that out. Huck it over your shoulder. Buy ours. This allows 24 millimeters of rack travel. So that doesn't sound like a lot. It's five better. But in P-Pump world. What the hell, man? Chris, he caught another one. Into Jason Bourne. That
4: was the slowest. Just like.
3: That's very... why I didn't even try to escape. It.
4: You're mine. No, I'm good. I got I got. It.
3: We're trying to get some real scientific
2: shit about millimeters here. was over here catching flies with the slowest hand possible.
1: So in P-Pump world, everything's measured millimeters. So if you can gain five millimeters of rack travel, I don't don't know what the exact equation comes out to for power, but it's a lot. Well,
2: it just doesn't hinder you later on either. Should you decide you want to turn this thing up at all?
1: Because realistically... Can you see where it's hidden? Yeah, you could. So, so, even on a stock, this one you can't see, but you can normally. So, when you pull one off and look inside of it, you can see an L that's like stamped in it. Mm-hmm. That's from the the rack hitting that. So, even in factory form, it'll hit this and that'll restrict on how much fuel because uh, that's just if this is restricting the rack travel. So, you give it a few more millimeters and you would be. Very impressed on how much more fuel that actually provides. And on a 215 plunger, which has retard notches, technically they are an advanced notch, you gain, let me try and remember, you gain one degree of timing for every two millimeters of rack travel beyond a certain point. So, on a 215 plunger, which is the notch top, you actually gain up to 10 degrees of dynamic timing with a plug in it, which in a 12 valve is a metric ton of timing. Mm -hmm. So it kind of puts you into the like common real world where you start off low timing and as you build RPM and boost, it starts ramping in timing with the right fuel the right rack plug and everything set up right you can actually achieve the same thing doesn't
3: so, the doesn't the the 215 uh don't those pumps have a larger no rack plug no nope. i thought they had a little i thought it was like yeah. 21 or <clears> something <throat> like that
1: Mm-mm. no they're the same they're all the same rack plug yeah this is to su- my knowledge this is, this is some, i thought if, they're all the same if yeah, somebody I, I, knows I, different let yeah, me know yeah but they're the same to my knowledge Yeah.
3: This is a this is a substantial jump there.
1: It's it's a lot. So yeah. I mean, when everything in a P pump is measured by millimeters, and like when you do timing, timing is measured by a tenth of a millimeter. A tenth? No, hundredth. Hundredth of a millimeter?
4: I think it's, it's hundredth. A hundredth. That's it's really the small. second decimal point. Yeah. So
1: it's a hundredth of a millimeter yeah. is how you start <clears throat> dialing in. Like, so when we say that you've got a dial indicator pushing down on essentially the cam lobe and that lobe moving up and down determines your timing because as your lobe comes up, plunger comes up and that creates fuel pressure, which create, which starts your combustion cycle because that creates fuel pressure, opens the injector. Where was I going with this?
4: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You were teaching us. Yeah. yeah. I was listening. Um, You're, we're Just talking about the hundredths, the, the, oh, the timing, how
1: so much timing, yeah, yeah. So, so, sorry, <laughs> yeah. man, I, <laughs> this, this is so how it, our brains work Exactly, <laughs> so if the cam is coming up, you've got a point that's called uh, start of injection, so your start of injection is what you're looking for when you're measuring that plunger, so yeah. if you're talking about tenths of millimeters, when you talk about five millimeters of rack travel, that should translate over to, that is a shit ton (laughs) of rack travel, which allows that much more fuel. So the rack turns the plunger in the barrel, no, turns the barrel outside the plunger, which correlates to fill time and timing basically. It's, you start talking P pump and it gets really fucking scientific yeah. and I'm still learning. Yeah,
4: so I think everybody. Is yeah, it's still it's going to start getting like over my
1: head, which yeah. is going to be over fucking everybody's head. Yeah. So yeah, millimeters, really small. Yeah, inside P pump, lot work.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: I like that. Yeah. It's the, the the more I hear people talk about P pumps in depth like like you just did, the more I'm like, I need to get a
5: fucking P pump. Yeah.
2: I swear to you, even if I just happen to get a P pump core or something like that, somehow my hands and get on my workbench, I just want to take it apart and
1: start fucking looking at it. Yeah. And start watching there's, things move. There's there's not there's not a lot in it, but it's like super intricate on how it works. Yeah, exactly. Like, the guy that thought that up was tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's more complicated than the engine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Like you start yeah. talking about rack movement and the fly weights and freaking governor, <laughs> governor springs yeah. and like all that shit. And it's all on shafts and springs. Like there's, there's bypass springs on shafts so that the shaft doesn't go too far until it has boost to allow it to go far. Yeah. And then like it's
4: like a, a cutaway P
2: pump would be cool to have.
1: Oh, for sure. It'd almost
2: be impossible. I know, nobody wants to do it. so many different yeah. angles of so many different yeah. things happening, you could cut half of it off, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm still missing like yeah. Yeah. all this oh, other yeah. action yeah. over here." Well, like yeah. like
1: you would need like the pump itself cut in half, and then you would have to have like the governor assembly cut in half. Sub assemblies, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd have to have sub assembly because because your your automotive governor is designed to run on mo- on variable throttle inputs. So then you go to a tractor. And now you've got an ag governor that's designed to run at 1,800, 1,900 RPM, and it'll sit there and just carry that. Mm-hmm. You put it in a fucking boat, and a, a Marine has a different assembly than an auto or an ag. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all have – so, like, it's wild yeah. just He'd, to try and keep up with all the freaking <laughs> governor assemblies. So they, that's why you, when you get a – like an ag pump and you're like oh yeah you can't turn that up it's because the governor assembly will not allow you to turn it up mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and
3: they ditched it for the vp44 genius yeah they <laughs> were like hey guys this is put way put better this in.
1: let's put this computer on that's cooled by fuel and then not give it any fuel <laughs> yeah
5: yeah <laughs>
1: Idiots.
4: And then blow on it, and it'll blow up. It'll cavitate. <laughs>
2: Is it more reliable than the people pump? No, not oh, at all. No. Does it want to see pressure? Actually, less than a peep pump. Well, yeah. that's good. How much pressure? 15 and a half exactly. <laughs> yeah. What happens get 15. Blows up. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll just we'll put it for 16. Blows up. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, So
1: let's put the factory on it. That full throttle drops to two. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It'll blow up. Eight
1: times on <laughs> yeah. the way down. Yeah. You know, VPs, they're just going to become, that's a maintenance item. Yeah. You know and <laughs> let's make yeah. replace it.
4: Let's make them $2,000 a pop, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but you know what? They'll be way
4: cheaper
2: in yeah. about 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck oh.
1: Yeah. Well, put a computer in a VE pump. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen,
2: that's going to about wrap this one up. Um, unless I missed anything. Do we miss anything? I think we nailed just about everything. like
3: yeah. buy a good clutch too.
2: Buy a good clutch, yes. Still common rail. Uh, for your 500 horsepower truck, assuming you're going with the NV 5600 clutch, Andrew.
3: Uh, Valair Dual Organic Quiet.
1: Bam! You heard it there. Or a South Bend. Very impressed with my South Bend. Yeah. yeah. The new ones? Yeah. That new South Bend does not make noise. I've
3: I've been pretty impressed the last couple times I've installed one. They're actually not. They don't rattle. They're they're good.
1: You could not. They're good. Like if somebody that. It was somebody else's truck, and I jumped in it, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's a dual disc. like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's a single disc. I'm like, uh, it It's felt, so quiet.
3: It felt really good. I mean, right out I of the box.
1: <clears throat> I'm super happy with it. Pulled the race truck on it before I pulled the head off of it, and it was So you were, towing,
3: you were towing in the? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. I towed.
1: Yep. <laughs> Are
2: you mad about that? Good. <laughs> okay. were, oh, were you towing in your break-in time? Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's okay, he didn't, I'm, I'm he gonna... didn't tell me a fucking lie. Oh, he didn't give me okay. no break. <laughs> I'm just
3: gonna make a note on your little warranty. I <laughs> <Yeah>. guess <laughs> he
1: didn't tell you what fluid run either. No, no, no. We got <laughs> MTL in it. It's, it did. It's got MTL. Well, it's so it's, uh, good. it's
3: five quarts of MTL and one
1: mt ninety. M That's all we could find locally. It's literally like <laughs> two, like twenty weight difference. Yeah. I think that's the only thing different in it. Yeah.
2: The closing talk, argument yeah. I have about uh, dual discs is if if you've been searching on forums or whatnot or talking to people um, and they say oh dual disc or chattery. yeah five six eight yeah. nine ten years ago ten. yeah they were noisy yeah. as fuck both Viller and Southman have done a lot to make those things a lot quieter even just from four or five years ago yeah. so. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to anybody or you're driving in a truck that had a South been installed or Villare five, six years ago, they're even yeah. quieter now. Yeah. So well, even quiet. so,
4: get over it. Yeah. You're driving a truck. <laughs> it's man. a fucking
2: 12 it's God. Guns, Right. <laughs> it's, it's a noisy. tractor. Yeah. Not
1: as
3: noisy as a 7.3, but yeah. still. And a lot of people attribute the horrible noise in a G fifty six to the clutch. It's not the clutch's fault. Yeah. It's the transmission's fault. Yeah. It's Mercedes's yeah, Mercedes' fault.
2: Blame Mercedes.
1: Goddamn German engineers. Mercedes. Yeah, I'm yeah.
3: well,
2: just gonna wrap this one up, folks. I greatly appreciate all you guys uh, listening and tuning in. And Logan, we appreciate the question. That's probably way more information or way more of an answer than you ever Massively wanted. Massively over. It's like I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, long story short, um, we're looking forward to your project. And for some reason, we have learned that Tyler is really good at catching flies and Stage cups.
1: There's a stage two injector, D- didn't know. Just yeah. so you know. That's what it looks like. We right have one. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like a little, like
4: a,
1: like I, a I do, so, I do think the flies yeah.
4: are starting to revolt, though, and they talk to the other flies. Because there's been a couple angry. of escapees, and they're, well, and they know. feel
2: like they're being a little more, more vicious right now. <laughs> oh, and Andrew, thank you for the bottle of Kilbrin. Yes, sir. Thank it's you. It's the yeah.
3: official, unofficial uh, whiskey of the founding of Long Range of Gear. Hell yeah.
2: I dig <laughs> it. Hell yeah. I'm going to say uh uh, is a, a a Wyatt drink?
3: But yeah, yeah, uh, it's Wyatt's fault. Yeah, he introduced me to that, and I <laughs> fell in love with it.
2: Okay, uh, this is going to be a topic on some of one of our other podcasts too. But Wyatt, I greatly appreciate your comment about uh, pressure relief valves. We're going to dive into that deeper because um, I think my video on pressure relief valves came off different than we originally intended. Yeah, that's
1: uh, a whole other video. That's a actually, whole other video and a yeah. whole other
2: uh, section of topic on there. But <laughs> that's another story for another day. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah, bye. bye.
4: thanks for tuning in make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com i'm will cooper host of hunt stands make your mark
3: podcast if you haven't already download the free waypoint tv app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from hunt stand presents anywhere anytime and on any device